Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedicta, and I'm feeling playful. And I'm Benedict. Today is June 13th. This is episode number 182, and I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> but before everything, we met in person two weeks yes. ago. That's why I'm feeling a lot better now. No joking. <laughs> no, actually, I've been sick the last couple of days. And today is the first day where I'm like back at my desk actually doing some work. But that yes, we met in quite person. often with you. Yeah, we met in yeah. person. And we were the sizes we imagined, which is yeah. always the fun part about meeting online people. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you can get a good, pretty good idea about everything except for the actual height of the person. <laughs> and for example, your partner, Ola, I I thought he was a lot taller than he actually is. Because <laughs> he's actually like the same size or he's the same height as me, but he's skinnier. So he is a, like next to me, he's a little bit smaller. Uh, but on stream, he usually has his face all the way up into the camera so he looks like he has a big head but he has a smaller head <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny how it works <laughs> yeah perspective perspective isn't that what it's called like where you we yeah. just read a book yesterday i started reading a book for lillian who's called with that is called um what's up with all the naked people in art <laughs> a great title. Uh, but it turns out it's about all the questions you might have about art so some of the questions were like you know do you see two or three faces here and they were like showing a photo or photo of one of um, Picasso's artwork and like talking about how he painted things from different perspectives in the same painting and then mm -hmm. there were some other people who did that as well and um, she actually found that very like interesting. She she was like, yeah, I like this stuff. I don't like that. And then we looked at some abstract art, and she was like, well, I see a cow in there. Um, and she like showed me where she saw a cow, and I was like, I would never have seen a cow in that photo. Um, and she's like, I like imagining uh, what it could be. I'm like, great. <laughs> then you can appreciate modern art more than your mother. Then. <laughs> well yeah depends on the, the artwork probably like this is a blue square well it was basically <laughs> that <laughs> okay it was, it was yes it was like a black square on top of a blue square and then there were some red squares and uh in her head it was like a bull with the, with like horns and stuff and i could see it when she i'll see if i can find it online and add it to this episode and you can see if yeah, you can see everything nice. lillian sees in a in a modern painting <sighs> Yeah. But um, anywho, so what do we do in like work life? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we're not um, traveling to Athens and hanging out in the warm weather. Right. So I, I think it's been three weeks since we last uh, since we last talked and um, or since we last recorded, I guess. Yeah. And I can confidently say that uh, I didn't do a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least not uh, nothing that's like super, um, yeah, like super big milestones or stuff like that. Um, so I've been preparing my talk, um, did the talk at the conference. I think it uh, went very well. Um, it went really well. Good. I really enjoyed that talk. So uh, we should Thank link you. to the recording if it's out already. 
No, I don't think it's out already, but it will be out there eventually, I think. So um, mm-hmm. we, we'll uh, link to it when it's available. Um, and yeah, had a good time in Athens, met uh, Jane for the first time, like Jane, my co-founder, for the first time in four years, something like that. Yeah, it must have been four years or three and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. Um it's been way too long, but uh, yeah, that's just how it how it how it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, and overall, had a good time at the conference. And then once we were back, or I was back, I had to do a lot of catch up on work that got neglected while I was at the conference, or like preparing for the for the conference. And um, then I got sick, so <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I just been kept. I just kept on traveling. Yeah, so right. Last time, last time we recorded, I was in Trondheim, and then I realized that I had booked kind of the Athens because we ended up going to Athens with the whole family for a full week because um, we could stay with the one of Atzera's co-founders, Dimitris, um, which was really nice. I got to meet him. I'd never met him in person. Um, I'd met Jeff, but then Jeff also came to Athens, who's one of the other co-founders of Atzeta. So that was really cool to just have all three of us in Athens. But so we went to whole family. And in my mind, that was in June. And I booked the travels. And we left on the 28th of May. But in my head, this was like June. Um, and then while we were painting the cabin in the end of May... <laughs> Same weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Ula and I had to like go down there uh, on the Wednesday, you know, the week before to like help out um, and start to get the painting and stuff um, or do our part for the, um, for the painting. And of course, it's not done. So we're going to be painting all summer. But at least like we showed up for the, the time that we were supposed to show up with my kept sister. Kept our promises. Who, kept our promises. Ha- almost at least. Um, but it's just funny. Like, I think also like, I really just wanted to go to Athens. I am, I am, I, I think my brain just like made that false kind of like a little bit by not what's called by, by choice, not by choice, but deliberately <laughs> like it wanted me to go to Athens. Um, but it's weird. Like how those, it was like, that's this June. That's, that's May, like two totally different months. But they they overlapped, um, so so we ended up. So I didn't get to do much work like that week, and then we, it was Athens, and then I went to what was the only thing I was supposed to do this spring, and that was going to Slow Business Adventure on the west coast of Norway, which is like a little like business conference or unconference um, where business small business owners can meet up. And um, we go for workshops in the mountains and like talk about our business and our challenges and those kinds of things. And I've been a part of this community for a long time. So um, I kind of just wanted to hang out with them. Uh, And so that was on Tuesday. So I was home. We came home midnight Sunday, night to Sunday, um, did work on, uh, worked on Monday and then headed, worked at the bank on Monday and then headed to the West Coast on Tuesday with my, both my laptops because I was going to work. I was like, I'll let them do some of the walks in the mountains and then I'll just, and then I'll just work. But Norway has a heat wave. This never happens. So it was 30, almost 30 degrees on the West coast of Norway. The mountains, there wasn't a cloud. Like usually when you, when you decide like, Oh, let's have a Norway vacation this year. You end up like walking up these mountains and it's raining sideways and it's colder than <laughs> you've ever been. And it's just like, 
So I was just like, okay, all bets are off. I'm I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go on this hike. <laughs> <laughs> so we hiked to the top of a mountain and swam in a gla- glacier um, lake or la- lake that is getting its water straight from one of the glaciers that were a little further up. Um, and it was awesome because it was so warm that you could swim in like a glacier lake and then get out and get warm again, almost like a sauna. Well, it wasn't that warm, but for Norwegian, it was almost like a sauna when it's all, and it just keeps on going. So today also I went to the bank, worked half day and then went swimming because I mean, it's 30 degrees in Oslo and like, what can you do? It's just all bets are off. Like nobody (laughs) does anything but enjoy the weather. So I don't know when I'm going to (laughs) work, but I got work (laughs) I need to do. Um, and I also, I don't know, I, I probably like touched on it, but last like a month and a half, I don't know, I'm just like, I'm a little like, I'm not that interested in my internet life, which kind of kept me sane through all of COVID. And like, I have so many colleagues, I, I would say, or like, you know, internet friends, but then being on top of this mountain and I've done other, we did other things. I can't remember what that was, where I was also like... Why am I like? Why am I even on this like web? Like, you know, this is real <laughs> life. So I just and I I was in a I'm in a Discord with some content creators and I was I just like said maybe one should create content in the winter and then just like schedule whatever needs to be scheduled for the algorithms during the summer because they were also feeling similar. And I think it is like when it's so nice outside and people are like coming out of their houses and there's barbecues in backyards and, you know, those kinds of things. That's not when you want to be like, yes, I'm going to sit inside on my laptop and write the most epic blog post ever. Um, So and I've always been a fan of like working in seasons and work like it doesn't have to be the same all year long or like all the time doesn't have to be the same be the week or the month or the yeah so i'm gonna think i'm gonna be even more intentional with that going forward to just like yeah do more of that when you're stuck inside in bad weather anyway and then do even less from like may to september yeah, like makes end sense. of May, because always July has always been like that for me. But I don't know. I feel like June, July, and August, like three months where things should be more like scheduled and ready to go, and not something that has to be made while. Yeah, until and this gets, other guy. Until it gets too hot, and then you kind of want to stay inside again. <laughs> well, see, that doesn't happen in Norway. That is not an issue. <laughs> we yeah, it's never too hot. I'm guessing the guy in my content creator group who's in Texas, like, you know, he might have some some feelings around that. But then he replied, he was like, you might be onto something there because they were all feeling a little like, you know, like I don't want to create blah, blah, blah. And then maybe it's just because it's summer and like outside is more interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, anyway. it's anyway, pretty not- warm around here as well uh, these days um, and it, it's it's the beginning of the season where I don't sleep well um, because uh, well it's uh, um, it's warm it doesn't cool down as much at, as much at night anymore um, and then usually we open the windows to, to get at least some like fresh air into our um, bedroom but then the sun rises super early. 
So first half of the night is too warm, and then at some point it's temperature is okay, but then it's too bright. <laughs> so uh, that usually ends up in me not sleeping well for a couple of weeks until uh, things um, get saner again. <laughs> and I can so see you, this is starting. Do you get do you get used to it, or do things change? Um. Well, at some point it gets cooler again, and uh, uh, it. Yeah. I mean, we're almost to midsummer, right? So, um, yeah, days get shorter eventually, and nights get longer eventually. <laughs> so, at some point it levels out again. <laughs> yeah, I just get a burst of energy, and like I said, playfulness. I'm just like, it's light at night. Like, let's go out for a midnight swim or. You know, I just don't want to go to bed. I just want to have fun with friends. That's like the energy yeah. I get. And the weird thing is that I also woke up at like 6.30 this morning or 6 or whatever and started like answering those support tickets because I was ready to go. Not feeling like I've slept bad, like you're saying, but just like I feel like I need three hours less sleep as when we're in kind of this yeah. season. I can just yeah. go on so much. It's I don't know what. It's just like, oh, I mean. And I mean, I, this I will sound super weird to people who live in places where it's like warm-ish most of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same light most of the year. But for those of us who live in Northern Europe, <laughs> it's like you, you don't understand how liberating it is that you can just like walk outside without putting on all of your clothes. And you can also walk outside in the morning and it's light. It's just. Oh. Right. Yeah. 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 It makes sense uh, for me, unfortunately, like last night, I think we went to bed like 1130, something like that. And then it took me until like 1am to fall asleep. And then I woke up at four again because it was. Um, was getting you need black, uh, was you, need black <laughs> you need air conditioning and blackout blinds that's what you need yeah that's basically the problem like blackout is not a problem like we can we, we can, can get it uh, dark enough but then it's too warm <laughs> yeah yeah so yes we kind of need air conditioning but it's not an option in this rental <laughs> thing here so but back to work i could talk about this weather forever but i you know uh, <laughs> this is also weird for other folks that northern europeans are so can talk so much about weather but um in my work slash personal life i just realized that lack of documentation is my life right now <laughs> because we are building out staircase in uh one of our uh houses or like parts of this property or whatever you want to call it and they just cut a giant hole in the floor and it turns out there's like three electrical tubes going there and nobody knows where they're going to or from or where they're going do we have the electrical wiring documentation for what's been done no we do not so tomorrow um my my um electrical friends company is sending somebody out and i was like you need to start they haven't done this work so but they've been like doing things after the main stuff has been done so I was like, you need to start documenting. I need there to be a diagram. So whenever you find out what something does, I need it to be on the diagram and labeled. And he was like, okay, we're going to do that. So I'm going to follow up on that because I need this documented. Like I need to know where things are going. 
and I feel the same thing with like I'm working for Alcera now and, and being in the same situation that you guys are like there not everything is documented and you're asking support questions and then there's no, not an answer in in the documentation and then you have to ask them you know the people who did the the work or like who's coded this like what how does it actually work and then I need to be the person who then takes time to write out the documentation but do I so I need to be better <laughs> at not just answering support, but actually keep filling in the documentation. And then I started working on the Framer integrations. The Framer, yeah, we talked about that earlier. It's one of the site builders, and we're gonna work. We're gonna create one of their. They kind of have a little utilities section where like companies can add their own components that people can drag onto their website, and. It's mostly documented, but the part where you kind of get into their store, that's not documented because that's still better, I think. So mm -hmm. now I'm in the Slack with them asking them documentation, you know, like questions about how to get things done because it's not documented. So I'm in a little bit of like a documentation black hole or whatever um, at the right. moment where I just have to figure things out as we go along. Um, but that is one of my superpowers. So we're going to make it work. Yeah, that reminds me that uh, Michael, who does support for us, has recently been, well, even just yesterday, um, uh, updating documentation uh, for exactly the same reason. Um, and it's actually one of his tasks that he's supposed to do, but usually usually there's too much support load that this gets kind of neglected. But uh, when he has some downtime, he's uh, now updating, actually updating the website, which is kind of nice. <laughs> But it's it's one of those things where it's like, yes, the support load is high. And if you documented it, maybe it would go down. But you don't have time to document it because support load is high. Yes, and then yes, it just ends yes. up being this loop of just a lot of knowledge in support tickets and not so much knowledge on, on the site. Um, but we're yeah. actually playing internally about uh, having like a little... AI thing, thing a mm. thing that like takes mm -hmm. all the documentation and then also all the transcripts from videos and then also all of the old support tickets because we'll just use it internally on the site. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to be publicly available. Or did we choose not to do that? I think we're just gonna, we're going to do one that's public and then one where we do the where we also train it on the support tickets mm -hmm. and then. Uh, when you get a new support ticket, because we have a support tickets system as part of Atsera, you can then kind of see mm. information from what other, you know, what has been answered before also, um, not just what is documented. Because I've seen, like I found some support tickets where like one of the engineers have kind of documented something in a support ticket. And then yeah. if I see that again, then I could like pull that out and put it into the documentation as well. But they would also help everyone answering support tickets when you can get that yes uh, i feel so like we're this experimenting is, with that this is one of those features that i think all customer support tools should add eventually soonish um mm -hmm. because that's that's really something where i can see the value of um yeah those uh, ai models and stuff like that because i'm not sure i like the idea of like having automated chatbots that like you as a customer chat to and then uh, <laughs> I don't know, you get an infinite loop of like not getting your answer or whatever, but helping, helping someone who works in customer support 
surfacing the answer that they might not have like readily available in their minds yet or even just cutting cutting down on the time to type it um that would be super useful and hopefully like hopefully ours uh, customer support tool adds this feature soon <laughs> yeah because that's it's it's not just because we have these you know we have these like ready-made answers that somebody has saved that you never remember are there um and then those should also pop up on like different keywords and stuff and i don't think our system does that but kind of having that but ai where you yeah. can be like oh i'll just like pop copy that paragraph pop copy that paragraph and then change a little bit if needed would be super helpful and especially also with code snippets because then like yeah. if you know if it's been used before and work like work for somebody then you could use it but we do have so the guys working on this has already said like we have problems with hallucination so mm -hmm. where the ai just like makes up stuff because he was asking like how to disconnect from stripe i think and there is a how to connect or when you connect there's this button but when you disconnect it's not and then that wasn't documented properly i guess so when he asked it how to disconnect from stripe it like made up a disconnect button yeah yeah because it took the inverse of and it's like well it's can't just make up shit. <laughs> yeah but i mean i guess that's where it's still useful as an internal tool right because mm -hmm. you kind of want all of your support people to be kind of be experts in the product mm -hmm. as well but like if you know that that's not the way to do it, at least uh, it helps you uh, with some of the typing, right? Or like yeah. uh, um, maybe once it learned that this isn't the way, maybe it, it returns to say the, the correct way. But like showing that to a customer, like that's a sure way to 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 um, anger a customer, I guess. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, you know, it's, it, it is interesting to look at as an internal tool, at least first and then also i think then maybe you can uncover documentation hole or like er lacking documentation mm -hmm. and when you start filling that out then you you'll have more and more answers right to yeah that the ai can help you with which you know is interesting um but on slow business adventure because most of those people are not techies so mm. somebody was showing kind of this tool that obviously used openai openai chatgtp type stuff in the in the background so i was like well let me show you chatgpt because this tool is basically just using that um and then we did um you know write us a a blog post about slow business adventure in the form of um, Fader Vår, which is, again, I can't remember what it's called in English. It's that that um, prayer, like, God, thou art in heaven, thou mm -hmm, fatherly, mm -hmm. something, something. Yes. And, I mean, getting it to write things in, like, old styles is so fun because it's so good at it because there's so much data that mm -hmm. it can like pull from and it doesn't really matter if it hallucinates so they were just like blown away because then it wrote like this eight point like eight verse poem about slow business adventure um and the original slow business adventure was in 2019 so i think even that might have been like in chat mm. training set because it was spot on 
so like one of um, some of the people like did it as like a performance piece at night where they like did it with like um, one place of violin. So she played the violin and somebody kind of, you know, <laughs> did it as like a spoken word type of things. And people were like laughing because one of them were like, um, forgive us our impatience. <laughs> and it was like so like to the point like it was taking kind of the uh it understood the concept of slow business and slow business adventure like really well um so the poem was super fun or fun and they did like a really good job of like doing like a spoken word version of it so for (laughs) entertainment purpose that's the first time i've really been entertained by an ai (laughs) nice but it was also the human touch of the performance element. Of course. Made it, you know, because they like did it very seriously, you know. <laughs> and also Shakespearean sonnets, it can do really well because there's a mm. lot of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes it sense. It's very prolific. Yeah. So that's my AI tip of the day. <laughs> Write a poem about slow and steady. I wish I should we should try, try that. that. <laughs> yeah, we should try that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could actually make one of those chatbots, you know, where it's like we take a transcript, if we transcribe all of the episodes, and then we can make a chatbot where people can like talk to slow and steady and and <laughs> have answers from what we've talked about and like how we would talk about it. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and then we just get those voice generator thingies, and uh, we don't even have to show up to the to recording anymore. But then I have to start paying for therapy. <laughs> true, true, true. So let's not do that. Let's not go that far. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have some more interesting work updates next week when I've been working more on the Framer Outsetta integration. Yeah, I hopefully have some more interesting work updates as well because, uh, yeah, working on fun stuff oh, this week. I'm going to <gasps> react Norway on Friday. So oh, nice. We're traveling again. So yeah. More even more traveling. Well, it's well just then. down the road. Have a nice uh, conference and uh, a nice week. And maybe see you on the interwebs if I'm not only playing. <laughs> yep, maybe. Well then. Bye. Bye bye.